Hey everybody, this is the Migas Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Aaliyah Razan Ernie. Thank oh. you so much for sponsoring this this episode of Migas Podcast. Anyway, roll the intro. <laughs> Hello, everybody. So if you're just listening to audio, this is Mir talking right now. And if you're watching the video, this is Mir talking right now. (laughs) I have bangs. I have these earrings. This is Mir. So who else is here, you may ask? (laughs) It's it. If you are watching the video, if you can read sideways and in handwriting, it's Zarina talking. Um, if you're just listening, my voice is probably the loudest one, so it's Zarina talking. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on to the next one. Oh, it's Bianca talking right now. I'm, I talk the least amount, apparently, and apparently I'm the quietest. But, yeah, so this is the video. Hi, audio, hello, it's Bianca, it's me, it's Princess, amazing. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, this is Miga's... We are Migas, and this is the Migas Podcast. And in this episode, we have a lot to talk about. What are we talking Um, about? I mean, I guess we're talking about this year. And um, how has 2020 been for all you ladies? I feel like for everybody, it's been like... You know, I'm talking, but you know, it's okay. (laughs) Oh my god, hostile. See, she does interrupt a lot. Anyways, so 2020 has been crazy for everybody. I feel like it's been not just for us, but I feel like for everybody. There's been a lot of celebrity deaths. There's been, well, let's say the big elephant in the room, I guess. COVID was a really big thing about this year. Sorry, I was looking for the elephant. Biden won the election. Yeah, the biggest part about 2020 was COVID and all of that. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about 2020 and mostly COVID and what it did to us because it mm-hmm. hit. It hit. Okay. It hit different. So since we are on the topic of COVID already and that's the biggest thing, um, where were you guys? Or yeah, when, where were you guys when you got the news? Because I think I remember it was like, for me, I, maybe it was collectively for everyone, March 13th, right? God, I or was it yeah, March it was 14th. around that week. March thirteenth. Was it? Hold on. I want to. I'm gonna look at this calendar for a second. Just gonna fact I'm check. Trying. No, no, because I remember <laughs> I also got in like. Um, let me see. Oh. Me just realizing that we all got the news of COVID on March thirteenth on the fr- Friday the thirteenth. Was it really? We found out on Friday the 13th on 2020, and I remember because it was the end of the school, like, the school week, I guess, for me, and I was supposed to start doing my volunteer hours to finish up um, for my course so I can get the, like, my final grade, and I did my, I finished a couple of my hours on Friday, and then I was coming home, and then I got the email when I got home from uh, Winnipeg to Steinbeck saying, hey, like, we actually because of this whole COVID situation, I can't ask you to come in next week for volunteer hours, and I'm really sorry, but we want to stay safe. And then that f- a couple hours later, we got emails from our professors and from our 
I think the secretary of the college saying like we are moving to remote learning because Dang. it is blowing up and that's where I was I was home I got the email and I had no idea what to do where was everybody else I think it it hit like really fast like I knew that it was a thing I think I remember like thinking of it as like a haha back when we had friends miss I think we talked about it too because I filmed a video then and when I looked back and edited the footage we were talking about like haha corona or whatever and then um I work retail and everyone was kind of talking about it and then just all of a sudden I think after a weekend it was like I came to work and everything had to change we had to get like the whole like glass thing in front of like us and the customers and then like a bunch of hours were cut like it happened real quick and all my siblings had to I think stop going to school immediately question mark but I don't I I don't remember where I was I don't it just it felt like it happened so long ago but also yesterday but it happened quick I think for me like the first I was in the Philippines like I went to the Philippines this year like which is crazy to me that I actually got to travel and like same with Serena she went to Montreal Mm -hmm. I think that was like right before I got like really serious and then I remember like there there was no cases and I had to fly to Korea and Japan to like get home or whatever and I was like oh my god and I remember going to the airport where they would literally check our temperature they'd have like these like heat sensor thingies and like they'd look at you and it was so creepy but in the Philippines, there weren't any cases. So everyone was like, well, it's not really a big deal. It's just a flu. And like, we all said that even I said it. And I was like, well, it's not really a big deal. Like, it's just a flu. And then we came back. And I was like, scared for the flight back because I was like, oh, my God, I'm going through Japan. Like during all this and like other Asian countries. Yeah, so that was pretty scary. And then when I came back, my dad, like we had like a birthday celebration. And I remember it was supposed to be like a big party for my mom, but then it ended up being just like a small group of people. And that was like the last party before I think lockdown. Oh my gosh. And we had like Remember I couldn't come because like my family instantly went on lockdown because there's so many of us and I'm like immuno, you know, I yeah. get sick when the temperature drops. I didn't come to that. And I was planning on to because, like, I'm close to Bianca's family or, like, we all are. And I didn't go. And she got so mad at me. We literally had a fight. She was so mean. She, like, sassed me. Because I guess, like, at the time, we were just like, it's not in our town. Ah. You Mm -hmm. know. But it was also, like. (laughs) Yeah. This is what we're talking about. So anyways, um, I remember it's just like, it was a year, like right after my dad died. It was like the year anniversary where like that happened. So I was kind of upset that Mir couldn't come because obviously like I want her there. She's a really good support system. And then when she couldn't show up, it was kind of like, oh, that really sucks. Yeah, this COVID thing has had effects on friendship. Oh my gosh, wait, I just remembered. I think a week or two before lockdown, me and you were planning on buying tickets already to go to Toronto. Like, that's how quick it happened. Like, a week before, we were both sitting in a cafe. We were Googling Airbnbs and, like, prices of tickets. And, like, 
it was so sad because we planned on going to see Tame Impala because he had a tour and he was going to either Vancouver or Toronto and we were we were like uh uh-huh, which one should we go to uh huh <laughs> it was and so I remember sad that. So we I remember that either. because you guys were also asking me if I wanted to come and I'm like yeah. nah we like, like, I Zarina, already went you to have so much time to save up money and like I know it was just because I recently just came back from Montreal too and I had to pay for all that which was crazy because like I will reiterate this till the end of time I swear on my life a bunch of us when we came back from Montreal we got COVID I swear because it was it was insane because it was um it was a pharmacy like school conference type thing so they would ask a whole bunch of students from each school all over Canada to come to one place and they would just do this big conference where you can like join different talks and like listen to people listen to like professors or like experts talk about stuff in the field which was really interesting but it was also like a time for all the schools to come together get to know each other and have a bunch of fun because we're like it's a it's a new year and like we do this every year we want we want our students to have fun we want them to learn and so I was in Montreal and when we came back I remember we had school the next day we came back on a Sunday night and when I went to school the next day I had the worst fever (laughs) it was and it was horrible I like if you think about it if you think about where we are right now like even stepping out of the house with a little bit of a sniffle is a big red flag. We don't do, we're so cautious yeah. now. But like when, when I got sick, I was like, I need to, I still need to go to school. Like I have a fever and like COVID wasn't a really big thing at the time. So it was like the second week of January. So it was, we knew about it, but it was, it was like, oh it's still in China like it's not here so it's okay I know I don't have it or like we we weren't really aware of it either and then so I had to go to school the next day and I was dead tired I had (laughs) such a fever I showed up early because that was just when the bus came and I had to go downstairs into one of the rooms waiting for class to start and I passed straight out getting some sleep because my fever was so bad a bunch of my friends who I went to Montreal with, when we all got to class, they were coughing or they were dead tired. They oh, were God. just absolutely <laughs> destroyed. One of my friends didn't show up for a whole entire week because he was sick with a fever for three like three days straight and a cough and did not show up for a whole oh entire week of God. school. Oh, my God. I can't believe that. <laughs> and then, yeah, I swear we all got COVID. It's been a crazy year. I mean, right now we're all in our second lockdown here in our town. But how did we all cope with this first one? Our first one wasn't as bad as the second one, right? As this one right now. No, I remember. first lockdown. Like, I think I didn't end up going to work. Like, I went on EI. Because I was like, well, I don't want to bring anything home to my mom. And I remember all the cases were, like, pretty low. We didn't have any in Manitoba, like, at all. Like, we shut down our borders, right? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, like, the first one wasn't that bad. Like, nobody was wearing masks anywhere. But I think it didn't go on for that long. We had a whole summer where we could do stuff. Like, I hung out with you guys during the summer. I went camping. I could still, like, go out or get my lashes done. What about you? Well, I, oh my God. I don't, I kept working through it. I think I took a week off in the beginning 
just like fear driven because like I said when the temperature drops like slightly I get sick right away um and so I didn't want to take anything home because again I work retail I didn't want to see people and then maybe get it and then come home to like my four siblings and my parents who have different jobs and so I think I took a week off but then I would go to work and it like no masks no nothing but also the first lockdown more people stayed home now it's like Mm -hmm. it's more serious but like no one's staying home um I think that part of this year hashtag changed me I'm saying hashtag to undercut um the emotions (laughs) but uh, um that that lockdown definitely made me more like frustrated and angry there's just a lot of people that I didn't think were from this town that were so stubborn and just like you know what I mean and we were also going through like we were also going through like black lives matter thing so I feel like that also like that was that I think that was what made it worse like to like add on to what Mira was saying like our first lockdown everybody stayed home because we were so scared and I think at this point like in our second lockdown everyone was tired of staying home like we're all going insane which is very Mm -hmm. fair because it's really impacted everyone's mental health in a negative way in a, a different way but negative altogether and I remember this because it wasn't a big thing for me do you guys remember the black lives thing because I didn't have twitter I was locked out of my oh, account for like down. a week. Remember, <laughs> I was I was locked out of my Twitter account for like, I think I want to say two, like two weeks because I tried. I did the stupid thing where I inputted my birthday and then they locked me out. Or whatever, because I was I did that too young when I got my account. So I was waiting for them to give it back to me, and I remember the whole thing. I was at work when I got Twitter back. I think I just ended up making a new account and I. I remember what led me to making my new one was because you guys were talking about it and everyone else was talking about it. Like I saw it on an Instagram and on YouTube and stuff like that. And I was like, what, who is George Floyd? What happened? And I got Twitter back and everything I think just went downhill from there. And, you know, coming from a predominantly white town. Yeah, we're going there. It was really hard to talk about these kind of topics. And it's not that they're, I don't want to say a lot of them were ignorant, but when you're in a predominantly white town, they're not as exposed to that type of situation. Yeah. Um, so it was really hard to get people to agree or see our side of the story because, you know, as pe- like persons of color, people of color, we know to an extent what he went through. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want, I like, I hate like knowing that there are so many people out there especially in america going through way worse than what we did and going through what he did all the time and i think on top of the black lives matter and like what bianca said losing all the celebrities like kobe bryant i think after that it just went like down (laughs) down downhill um and then losing i don't know who else did we lose there were so many people just gone oh chadwick boseman Oh my god, him. Oh my god, stop it. Chadwick, we, we, lost, we lost the Glee star Naya. Was it Naya? Oh yeah, that was Oh yeah, Naya Revere. Yeah, we, lo- we lost her. Like, just like it a was... whole bunch of things. Like this this year was supposed to be 2020, perfect vision. You know, like all the holidays lined up with weekends. 
and it was supposed to be a good year for like everybody and it just it isn't but there's also like for some people 2020 was the best year and then for other people it was the worst year you know mm-hmm. and it's just like how everyone went through different experiences through quarantine and like I remember I learned how to paint during quarantine. I learned how to, I baked a lot. (laughs) I just like took a lot of time for myself because like I think last year I was really dependent on Mir and my friends for like emotional support. And like that's fine and everything to like depend on your friends. But at the same time, you have to learn how to support yourself and like get through hard times without somebody there. Because like I couldn't have anybody there this year. You know, like physically. So that sucks. But, you know, here we are. It was, it was, uh, it was just a weird thing. I think in the beginning, I was still like the same because last year, I think I was, I went back into my happy, my happy phase where I was just like, life you know what I mean Uh, I let's get this bread that was my attitude towards the end of 2019 and then 2020 in the beginning it was kind of like you actually cannot get this bread like you literally cannot you are not allowed to unless you want to die and so it was kind of like okay then I'm gonna work on my because I love being by myself I like working on myself I like doing all that and so it was fine and then June came around and then the whole Black Lives Matter thing. I mean, it's still it's still going on. Black Lives still matter, but it's just it made me so Obviously. mad, and it like has lingered to this day. Where I'm just, um, I think I was also you know growing up like you don't talk about these things. Like it's just like just don't be racist. Like that's the whole thing. But then like that whole month, it was kind of like it's not just don't be racist. And I just I opening my eyes to that just made me an angrier person, and. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I worked through it. Maybe I still am an angry person, but um, yeah, I'm I'm working through a lot. But yeah, it made me angry to the point where I cried, and I I don't cry. <laughs> I cried in front of Serena, and it wasn't like crying, like tearing up, like oh my god, I'm so sad about what's going on in the world. Like I was sobbing like fully sobbing and that was the first time that had happened in a very long time and um there was a lot of emotions and I I couldn't do anything about it because like we couldn't talk in real life like I couldn't go up to her and be like you know let's go for a drive let's talk about this it just had to be on like online like this through a screen and so yeah as someone who doesn't talk about feelings as much I've had to learn even more to try to talk about it I don't know where I am with that but yeah you're doing better you're doing way better that's all I have to say yeah yeah, and now moving forward to the person who feels absolutely everything which is me (laughs) um (laughs) since we are just talking about how it's impacted our mental health I think we it is safe to say that um I have struggled with it for a very very long time and the girls know this, I think it just had a lot to do with, I struggled a lot with my faith. I still am. Like, I have a lot, like, you know, when you're growing up in a place or in a home where it's not that you're forced to believe one thing. It's like, this is what we believe in. Like, we hope you believe in the same thing. But, 
you know, circumstances in life make it hard to have that kind of faith. I'm still working through it. I still believe in God and all that, but it's it's a lot more complex for me and I think. And um, I think it really just hit the gutter when I had to go to the hospital here in 2020. <laughs> that was when I think I reached oh, my I lowest point. Oh my God, that was this year. <laughs> that was this year. This was in April. I totally forgot. Whoa. Yeah, so 2020 did not, it started off great for me because I'm like, I'm going to Montreal and like, mind you, Harry Styles' album just came out. <laughs> so I listened to his new album, like all of, all in Montreal. So now every single time I listen to it, all I can think about is Montreal. So it was a good time and then March rolled around and then beginning of and no it was end of march i had to go to the emergency and they couldn't figure out what was wrong with me so i had to ke- i had to keep going back and forth to the hospital i had to divert de- sorry defer a bunch of my final exams and i think that was just like my lowest point and um the girls know that i cried a lot a lot like i cry a lot on the daily already but I think like it came like and most of the time the girls don't even know what to do for me in that case anyway but it was like at this point they like just genuinely did not know and it was hard too because we couldn't see each other really like what were we supposed to do so um I learned like Bianca I learned a lot to also depend on myself because I have a boyfriend and I used to depend on him a lot that was basically me all of 2019 was learning to I don't know how to word it like it learning to realize that I was depending on other people too much and then this year it was more about making that change so I started doing more things for myself also like I also started crocheting I made a sweater um I feel like a lot of Oh, and making earrings and like me oh, and yeah, we're all earrings. wearing them right now. I we're got it, everybody earrings. clay earrings for Christmas because I like making them. And just like what all the other girls are talking about, we used this year, even though it was really difficult to go through all the negative stuff. And like as much as we have a love-hate relationship with quarantine, it allowed us to turn inward, even if it wasn't comfortable. Like, I know for me, it probably wasn't comfortable for Bianca also because it's, like, dealing with those feelings that you don't want to deal with. But now it's, like, we have the time. We have nothing else to do. Might as well. And I think, you know, that's why we say 2020 was hard because we were forced to look at all that. Mm -hmm. But I think we came out better for it because, you know, I started getting into anime again. And that, I think, probably just... (laughs) I don't want to, like... It might sound lame, but I want to say that it really did help my mental health a lot to have something from my childhood to revert back to, to just be like, I can be a kid again. Like, who's going to stop me? It was also, then, we learned this year, right? Like, frick what anyone has to say. Because, like, I feel mm-hmm. like you stopped watching that because it's like, they don't think that's cool. Like, I gotta be yeah. cool. I mean, now TikTok is making it cool, but that's true. whatever. But yeah, no, I think we all, after the whole Black Lives Matter thing, it was it was very disheartening to go through that. But also, I think it was very empowering for us as persons of color. Because at first, it was really hard because we had to fight against the, you know, the ignorance that d- does exist. But then it came to the point where we just understood what kind of reality we lived in. And it's not giving up. 
But at first, I think we all really, really tried to just be like, educate, 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 educate. And like that, you know, as a person of color, obviously we feel responsible having to talk about it because we're persons of color. Who else are they going to listen to? Um, but I think it eventually died down to the point where we were like, it is not our job to educate you. It is not my job to make myself feel this exhausted trying to convince you to change your perspective. That is something you have to do on your own. And I think as women and as people of color, like going through that, um, it was really hard because we actually had a lot of arguments with a lot of our friends, which was a very hard thing to do. And um, like I said, it really empowered us to just be like, like Mir said, screw what anybody else thinks. But also at the same time, like, I am going to surround myself with people that I know are my safe place and I can rely on them. And they're not going to be people who are going to turn against me. So because of that, we've had to. Yeah, it, was, about a it bunch just of people became and... like, for me, big no tolerance zone. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was in a, it was in a way it was good. Like I, I found out which people think and it's fine to think different. But, like, people that were so close-minded that, like, they would DM you and just be angry or, like, would just say things to make you angry to make you look like the bad person. And so cut that out. You know what I mean? Like, it was it was a good thing. It was a good cleanse this year to get rid of certain people and to get rid of certain, like, mindsets. Like, it's, like, no more tolerance. Like, I don't tolerate that anymore. You know what I mean? Even with customers that used to you know, be like, oh, where are you from? And then you would say, oh, I'm from here. Like, I grew up here. And they're like, where are you really from? And like, they would say it in like a tone, you know, or like, they would be like, you speak really good English for someone who, you know, it's like, a no, oh my gosh. I grew up here. And like, now, mm-hmm. now, because someone, I think, um, after that, like, when it kind of fizzled, someone, um, a customer, was like looking for her husband or something and then I was like oh can I help you with anything and then she rambled about something and I was like sorry and she was like oh you don't speak English and I was like excuse me and it was like a it was like like back then it was like customers always right you can't do that but I was fully like what did you say (laughs) and she was like oh god I can't say that anymore and so it was like a big like I deserve better type of thing so which still I I feel like I would not I wouldn't let it slide anymore. Like, it's just different. Like, I have to stick up for my morals. And, like, it's hard because, like, if, if you're in a workplace, obviously you want to keep your job. But at the same time, like, you're not going to be like, well, I don't want to be treated like this. Like, I mm-hmm. shouldn't be treated like this. And I feel like I've cut out a lot of people. Or I, I've, I've unfollowed a lot of people that I don't agree with their opinions because, obviously, everyone has their own opinion. And that's okay. But... Like, I just don't agree with those people and I don't want to see their opinions on my feed, so I won't. And it sucks when, like, you're close with somebody and they share that opinion. You're just like, what do I do? Do I, like, educate them about this? Like, what are they going to say? What are their opinions on this? And then you have to just separate that line. I feel like that's, like, the hardest part of, like, COVID and, like, Black Lives Matter and, like, racism in general. It is difficult. Yeah, this year has just been a lot of 
um, I've seen these memes where it's like an angel accidentally put like 10 decades worth of trauma in yeah. one year. I think that perfectly that explains uh, 2020. Like we've, we've just all gone through a lot. And I'm sure those who are listening have also had their own struggles. And us talking about it right now, it's only, it's been half an hour already. So we're almost halfway through our time. And we've barely just scratched the surface on the topic of like all the problems that are like wrong with the world. And I feel like, I don't know, just like all the, all the time that we have to ourselves. And the only thing that we can see is social media all around the world and just seeing yeah. everything through a, through a screen, only one perspective, one way. It's just been very, like, it's, 2020 has just been a hard year. I am glad that it's almost over. Um, but since we have had a hard year, I want to say that we are doing way better than the first lockdown. Even though our second lockdown is way worse, in a way. Like, how our community is handling it. Like, we have way more cases now more people have died in the past three four months than have in the entire uh. than like at the beginning of this the beginning of the lockdown and like i said a lot of people haven't been listening so lockdown restrictions and it's also really hard because it's christmas time this like this is the time to gather with people and you can't gather with your family and friends and that just makes it harder but um what have you guys been doing to try to cope with the horribleness of lockdown and quarantine because i know uh bianca mentioned like baking and stuff like that have there been anything else that you guys have tried to do for for like the second lockdown i'm in school like it means we're in our both in school right now Mm -hmm. so i feel like because i have a lot of time at home like if i'm not at work i'm at home and i'm studying so i like i raised my grades somehow you know i'm pretty happy about that I raised my GPA, amazing. Um, it just also sucked for this year, like the second lockdown, because I couldn't see my sister at all, and that was really hard. Like I went through my birthday, I couldn't do anything on my birthday, so that like made me really upset. And for Christmas, I had to see her at a park, you know, socially distanced, because like I respect the rules. And mm-hmm. that was really hard too. Flex. But I'm just, I'm looking forward. To I'm looking forward to, like, next year and just moving forward. Because I feel like that's the only thing you really can do. Like, you can't mm-hmm. you can't dwell on the past. It's It's been there. COVID's a thing. You have to just keep moving forward. Otherwise, you're just going to, you know, cry every single day. <laughs> yep. What about you, Mir? <laughs> I don't know, to be honest. Well... I planned on going back to school, but I don't know how this is going to go. Like, I would like to go in person, but, like, I don't know if that's going to happen anytime soon. Um, But, like, all the time indoors, because I'm an indoor person more than an outdoor person, I think. Um, I'm both, but I'm fine being indoors all the time. I definitely got to hang out with my siblings more and bond with them and like my family um what the frick else have I gotten into I still work um which is nice because I still have income and I can still save up for you know when all this is over and stuff um you said something earlier and I was gonna talk about it but then like (laughs) 
I don't know where I am anymore. <laughs> I mean, you've bought more in this entire year than you have in the past yeah. two years prior, I want to say. Breaking, spending problem looking. But <laughs> other than that, I think... Oh, I think we, we all went through that. We all went, but like mine were big bad purchases. We're not going to talk about that, but uh, in case you know my family's watching this, <laughs> um, but I've gotten to know myself a bit more. And like I said that last year, um, mm-hmm. but I think that was just me getting to know like what makes me happy and like that side of me. It wasn't like the deep stuff about me, um, stuff like I don't want to tell the world of, but like I've gotten to know myself more and, um, like the bad stuff, you know, the angrier, the angsty side <laughs> of me that I've learned to accept and like all of that. And when Kid Cudi came out with his album, oh my god, it was like a it was like a switch. It was a switch. I guess because I I you know I associate his music with um me being more myself, and so like about yeah about two weeks ago it was like a this year was just like it doesn't define you you can keep going type of thing and so I've learned to talk to myself more in like a like a get it together type of thing so I guess how about you Zarina um I think I've been like I said I mentioned it already I watched a lot of anime (laughs) That really, really helped. Like, just having something that I know made me happy. Like, what Mir said, figuring out what makes you happy. Um, and like I said, I struggled a lot with faith. And, I like, I still do. But on top of everything else, I do feel like I know myself more. And I think for the second lockdown, I think I'm, like, what the, what the girls were saying is, like, we switched this time around towards the end of the year. Oh, my God. Mir and Bianca were, were a little more angry and angsty and I was a little more I want I don't want to say I was more the optimist but I was definitely more calm like I wasn't as yeah negative as I'm shocked (laughs) it was it was a very big switch just because they know that I have been going like it's I I don't want to say I've been going through more than because we've all gone through something but I think I don't want to say I was a little weaker but like I said it I just have a big problem with mental health <laughs> but I'm getting there and I'm I've definitely this is probably like the best like shape that my brain has been which is funny because it's 2020 but yeah I've watched more anime I've made I just tuned into um my artsy side because when I first was deciding what I wanted to do outside of high school after I graduated. It was between doing arts and science. And I feel like that was the decision for everybody. Like going into something in the arts or going something in the sci- in science. But the way capitalism works, you can't get a good career in arts unless you're like, you're going to go viral and become a celebrity. Um, so I learned to not do that stuff the past couple of years. And I feel like that had a really negative impact on who I was as a person. I think that's why I was a very angry person. Um, so being able to create stuff, not just like, not just like YouTube videos, like I do on the side, but like making things like these earrings and making my cardigans and like, I'm making one for Bianca right now, actually. So that's going to be great. Um, and like making more poems like I used to and reading more books. I've, we, me and Bianca have done a lot more of that. We did a lot of that over the summer. 
going outside and tanning and reading a book that was amazing um working out too I forgot working working, out yeah working out I remember everyone went to the quarantine phase and then I stopped (laughs) um but Bianca's better at that right now than me and Mir are she's been working out a lot more so that's good um what else have I done journaling I've definitely learned to journal a lot more and I used to not it's not that I didn't really like it. I just, I knew it was a good thing to do, but I didn't see a good impact on myself to do it. But then realizing that I am a person who likes to talk things through, like problems, studying, everything. Like if I have a problem, I remember Mira yelled at me for it once actually. I think it was this oh, year God. where she's like, if you have a problem, why the hell are you telling everybody about it? <laughs> oh my god and that I remember is something that. I would say <laughs> it is it is something you said she's just like why why do you have to talk about like just keep it to yourself which is how Mir copes but it, I realized that is not how I cope and I think that's what made me upset at the times because I have to be like that I have to keep everything in like I it's not that she it's not that she was telling me I was wrong but it's like for me it felt wrong to not to talk about my problems but I realized that's just how I work through things. I need to have different perspectives. I need to look at things a million different ways. Otherwise, I'm going to explode. So I've learned that journaling really helps me put my perspectives on paper. And like talking to people still helps. But being able to put it somewhere and not rotting in my brain was really helpful. So if, for anyone who is like me and has a very big overthinker and likes writing try journaling journaling really helps um since we're on the topic of that and mental health um what are the different ways that you guys have gone through like i don't i don't recommend doing what i do i'm i'm not as bad anymore right validation yeah. no not like, yeah. It's like yeah, yeah. How, how, how have you coped like over the years like not even just this year how have we all coped with mental health i like over this i want to say like let's say senior year and then moving forward oh god senior year i feel like senior year moving forward was a really big like that's the shift kind of thing. yeah because i feel like yeah, that's yeah, going to yeah. be a lot of our audience too like what i'm graduating like how are things going to turn out so mental health is a very big topic to really tackle because first year university or even just first year out of high school is a very big shift after going to school for 12 years so we can talk about high school and like like our experiences in a different podcast but Mm -hmm. it was a big shift okay yeah okay definitely big shift um uh, I went from having like a giant group of friends who I could like talk to mm-hmm. about certain problems, I guess, to like something traumatic happened to me. <laughs> okay, there was a breakup. Okay, there was a breakup. <laughs> there was a breakup. I feel like we've all Thank we've. You. It's okay. Therefore, it's very... I just don't want to out him out. You know what I mean? Therefore, no. the one person that I could like talk to about feelings and stuff I couldn't do it anymore and so I mm-hmm. was like untethered and then over top of that like I was going to school and I wasn't with my family anymore and so I learned 
which is again I'm saying don't do what I have learned don't I'm trying to unlearn it but don't internalize everything <laughs> like don't I I'm trying you know I like to deal with things myself because you know I I don't want to yeah I don't want to need anybody's help because that person could break up with you <laughs> and like oh, <laughs> okay can, well that's fair oh, that is something that. <laughs> yeah it's perspective that's just like how you how you cope yeah and that's fine it's big trauma. I feel like you've never really said that yeah, yeah. it's so, I wow, realize you're really that putting too. it out in the open I realize that too this year like why I'm the way that I am because like 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 I said in the last video me and Zarina are the oldest right but she likes to teach and she likes to talk about her feelings and stuff and I I don't do that I like to deal with my problems myself I am an open book I don't give a crap <laughs> I am gonna put everything out there air it out all my dirty laundry mirror is has like I'm gonna wash my laundry walks. I'm gonna wash my laundry myself I have my own washer here I y'all ain't gotta worry about that but that's why I guess because people to me at least when I was you know going, going through it because <laughs> going through it, uh, I got out of that last year and so I'm trying to I don't like to look back at you know that time in my life but um, I'm looking back now and how I grew and like trying to analyze myself and again get to know myself and talk to myself more it's like I <laughs> I don't talk to people because of that right so don't don't do that don't have that mindset that people are temporary okay because <laughs> it's true people are temporary but you people are also important in growing i i don't think i would have gone out of that without you two and Aaliyah and you know Aww, everyone around me i'm so gonna bad. throw up literally <laughs> shut up right now like this is not about you it's about me oh. but <laughs> <laughs> okay okay yeah, okay I, okay especially in this you know these times it's easy to internalize everything but you know facetime zoom people write out your thoughts and yeah. not just keep it in i your think head it's important to know crazy like me yeah i feel like it's just important to note though like on top of like on top of um not don't actually internalize everything it, just know that it's okay if you do temporarily also like you can't control how you feel like yeah. in those moments or uh, it's not that's also something i've learned is if you're feeling something just feel it like let it happen as tim and paula said just just mm -hmm. i love tim and paula but like not something that i i live by is you are not responsible for your first thought but you're responsible for your second thought, which is what comes out, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, if you're mad about something off the bat and you internalize it and you think about why you're mad about it, that's why sometimes when Zarina and I fight, because me and her fight all the time, <laughs> it's annual, um, I have to think about why I'm mad and I have to think about her side of the story and then I say something if there needs to be something, hello? If I need to say something, then I say something. Because if I say the first thought that comes to my head, I know I'm going to hurt her feelings and it's going to be a bigger problem. So my first thought, it's like me. It's what I think of. And then the second thought, the one that comes out of my mm -hmm. mouth, <laughs> that's what yeah. you're responsible of. That's what exactly. you put into the universe. Like, for me also, it's like, just let it happen. Like if I'm going to, if I'm stressed about something, I will let myself get stressed. I will talk to everybody and talk like 
get the different perspectives that I need to stress myself out and look at everything in a different way. Because if I just have one, if I stick to my own narrow perspective, I won't see everybody else's and see the bigger picture. So for me or she needs to take a step back. I need to talk to people. And that's why that's where we clash is like, you need to tell me right now what your perspective is. So I know part of the bigger picture so that I can process my thing, but she does the opposites. And that's why we clash. But yeah. at least we learn that. I'm always like, I need to think about what I feel like. Though. Yeah. <laughs> and I, she's like, I need to think, I need to t- like stop, wait and think about it myself. And I'm like, no, I need to know now. So then I can think about it. No, mine Which is, is like, stop, that- drop and roll. Serena's is like, let's roll. <laughs> Let's freaking roll and then we can stop and think. So we're like, we, we are, our two steps are different, which is fine. That's just how we cope. And I feel like, I feel like, yeah, go ahead. I feel like I'm in, I'm in the middle. Like Mm -hmm. I definitely, like I, I have adopted mirrors. Um, think about it, think about your feelings and then kind of explain what's going on. But at the same time, like in the moment, I want to talk about it, you know, Mm -hmm. And, like, my hardest thing is probably just I don't know what I'm feeling. And I can't, I can never put yes. it into words or it never makes sense. It doesn't make sense in my head. Therefore, I shouldn't, I can't really express what I'm, like, trying to feel. Mm-hmm. Like, there are things that I do that my friends don't like and I can't explain it, but I do it. <laughs> oh, no, our faces did the same thing when she said that. <laughs> if you're watching on video. <laughs> <We're> all- <laughs> We Ooh. we all know what we're what I'm thinking about or talking about. And yeah, yeah. I That's have to just... pee. Give me a second, please. <clears throat> oh my god, pee. We will. Me and Mir will talk our ears off. What? Um. Wow, we just kind of strayed a bit there from our topic. Yeah, we're, we're forty six minutes in. <laughs> no, but I think it's a it's a good thing to talk about is just our mental health and how we've coped, which is. Yeah. There's two, there's now, you know, two different ways that you can cope. You can do the way that Mira does internalize and then think about it for yourself, or you can, um, Act be like on me that and talk to others. And like, I think the, and, or be like Bianca and not know what to do at all. Whoa. Oh, she's echoing. Yeah, um, but it is just very important to know, like, you do not need to be one person like you do not need to do it one way and I feel like that was something we all learned this year is that you don't have there is no right way 2020 has taught us there is literally no right way to do absolutely anything literally like we're all doing the best that we possibly can we're all having an existential crisis because we have no idea what to do with like in our world like we're we're just existing. We were we didn't ask to be here, but we're here. Oh my god! And now we have to. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> we didn't ask to be here, but we were born in this place. So you might as well make the best of your life. So just do it the way you want to. Let your feelings happen. Let your mental breakdowns happen. It's it's okay to be going through it. But the the really important thing that we've learned from this year is basically what Bianca has been doing is adopting other people's. Uh, perspectives or adopting other people's coping mechanisms and knowing that you don't have to do it all one way otherwise you're just going to be miserable mm-hmm. learn to rely oh God, on back. other people hi mm-hmm. yeah so make sure you know how to rely on other people make sure you know how to rely on yourself and it's always maybe it's just a libra in me it's just who i am you just have to find some sort of balance don't try to like strive for a perfect balance because there's never going to be a perfect balance but
but if you're at peace with yourself and like if you're yeah if you're just at peace with yourself things will turn out period and to be at peace with yourself you have to learn how to take care of yourself and to take care of others you need to take care of yourself so just biggest thing is just take care of yourself and find like find things that you like doing you know Mm -hmm. like find hobbies like it's hard like I was like oh my god what am I gonna do with this quarantine like I have I'm not even working like for like the first one but then I found painting I found baking and then now like during my second lockdown I'm working I'm doing school I'm keeping myself busy like I'm working out it's like Mm -hmm. a whole bunch of bettering yourself makes you feel so good and then like you like you do it and you're just like oh my god why am I doing this but then like later on you see like the results of you feeling better in general and like you're wanting to do these things and like you want to like make yourself good and happy mm-hmm. exactly yeah well like I but also say- what I learned is to not put too much pressure on yourself and want to do everything and like you know it's fine to just exist <laughs> we're in the middle of a pandemic you can just exist and take it day by day that's what I'm doing and <laughs> you know let life happen let it happen. That's the moral of today's episode. Stream Let It Happen by Tame Impala. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think the biggest thing for me, what I feel like the biggest thing for everyone, it's really hard to put into words, but the best way that I can word it is the reason we're all always so unhappy, especially in this quarantine, is comparison. Yeah. Like, absolutely. In every aspect of our life, it's like, why are we here? I remember that this was how I thought. Why am I quarantined? Like, I, I like I feel like I would be in such a better place if I quarantined in Paris or Italy or somewhere that's not here and just comparing yourself in that aspect is already negative and like a negative impact or like why is how come everyone is working out in quarantine and looking like this in the past six months and I still look like this yeah or how come people are able to do th- how come people are disrespecting rules and being able to see their family and I can't and all that and it's a lot of just comparison I think is you, what I, oh, I you were just gonna say it I Hello? think you, you yeah. said that before you were like comparison is the like the thief the thief of joy or something yeah it always is going to be like it's that's what exactly what I was gonna say um exactly but, yeah <laughs> it is a thief of joy like there is no point in comparing yourself so literally when people say take care of yourself learn to love yourself before loving anybody else it is honestly the truth that is the one truth that you should take away from this if you're graduating high school and you're coming out of this like learn to love yourself and take care of yourself because that is going to be the biggest impact on your mental health also is because you're you're going to be like tackling all these new responsibilities and new experiences and it's going to be a lot it's going to be a lot of fun but it's going to be a lot regardless so regardless of where you are in life stop don't compare you're exactly where you need to be and if you're not then you're gonna work towards being better um and yeah just learn to take care of yourself learn to love yourself because you know Mir says people are temporary sometimes it'll come to a point where the only person you'll have is yourself and you need to learn to rely that on yourself true. because some and some things like for me also is what I realize is not a, like talking to people aren't always like isn't always going to help 
like yeah you might get all the different perspectives but sometimes the only perspective that matters is your own so did we have anything else to talk about today i think we tackled a lot i Um, I just i just like to yeah i'd like to say just one thing just one second just one second everybody um if you need a fitness motivation michael b jordan (laughs) that is a good fitness motivation and or if you can look like him what or or, is there an or? Your other or if you look like him, or if you look like him, please hit up Bianca. That's exactly what she was trying to say. That was her whole point. My other fitness motivation I can't say on here. Oh my god, no, not him. I met Ethan Dolan. <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyways, guys, speaking like of that? boys and relationships, that's what we're gonna talk about in the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that is what we're going to talk about on the next podcast. Thank you, oh, Bianca, for the no. premature introduction. Um, <laughs> but um, again, just the takeaway from everything this this podcast: take care of yourself, put yourself first. This is this is the time to. The year is almost over. Hopefully, COVID will be gone. Well, more gone this coming year than it is right now. Um, yeah, take care of yourself. Love yourself. Do things that you like. Look at pictures of Michael B. Jordan. No, what the? Capitalism sucks. Like, do not become one of the drones to society. You are your own person. Do the things that you want to do. You Life is short. There's only so much we can do. And like I said, there's no right way to do anything. There's just doing. You might be doing the right thing. If you're doing the wrong thing, you live and you learn from it. Or you can be like Bianca and not learn from it. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about that in the next one. We'll talk about the next episode. I don't know if anyone else has anything to add. No. Michael B. Jordan, thank you for listening, everybody. Goodbye. This has been the biggest podcast. Bye.